0: And three, two, one. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Mr. Steve. How are we? Hello,
1: Welcome. Monica. And also, hello to all my new friends in <laughs> Orland, California. Monica, yes. before I met you, I kid you not, I'm stupid. I never heard of Orland, California. <laughs> so, well, hello. I, I heard you all asked for me. So, thank yes. you. Thank you.
0: Yes, you were very popular demand. And don't worry about it because there are a lot of people that have no clue where Orland is whatsoever. They, uh, they literally, when we always have to bring up Chico, we always have to say, have you ever heard of Chico? Have you ever heard of, you know, that kind of thing? And then you work your way, you know, West of that and say, My,
1: my, my son graduated from Chico state. Are you kidding me?
0: I know. And I cannot believe it. You're the first person that I ever said, have you ever heard of Chico state? And they're like, yeah, my, I have a, and you showed me your coffee mug. So,
1: that's right. Chico dad, <laughs> num- number one party school. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Number, number. one party school in California. No question. Yes. about it. Yes, 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 yes.
0: So I invited you on that way. Everybody can know the man, the myth, the legend. Oh
1: shit! Am I on no conditions? Oh my you god!
0: Are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting to say. And you are brought to you by ChurchAndLaw.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody who is been—if you've lived on, under a rock, you don't know. But if you do know, then you know we are—we uh, are the Stephen Monica of the Stephen Monica Show, which I'm going to plug it. We are live every Tuesday and Thursday right at noon you guys can listen to everything from Star Wars type questions trivia to actually
1: it's Star Trek but Star whatever.
0: Trek sorry I know I geeked out <laughs> on that one <laughs> but also too you have been an attorney for 30 years
1: now, living, no I'm not no, an attorney
0: a labor law labor workers, law
1: workers compensation.
0: Let workers compensation. Yes. for Damn, 30 What years, type
1: of research did you do girl?
0: I know. Right. So you've done that. You do put, you have, you have your fingers dipped in everything. So I want to know what made you decide to do podcasts. I mean, what was it that did it spark? Did it spark over like a conversation? Did you see one? Did you, what, what did you do? Talk to me.
1: When I was in college, I was on the school radio station as well as uh, I was vice president of my student body. And then when I graduated college, I had a decision to make. Did I want to go up to Fresno or uh, Orland or whatever and do the midnight radio show and you know make like six seven eight dollars an hour or whatever uh, or go into the field of law and Mm -hmm. I decided to go into the field of law and there I stayed for about till about five years ago or so and when we talked about and considered doing advertising and marketing we tried something that cost it, it was it was four or $5,000 a month uh, to market the business and the law firm and myself, Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: I'm a brand. Steve Appel is a brand. Hopefully, Steve and Monica is gonna be a brand soon, if not already. Mm -hmm. But we were writing a check for five grand a month, 25 grand over six months, and it didn't bring in the business. And I was against that at first. And I said, you know what? I can do this a hell of a lot cheaper. I can do this for 25 cents on the dollar. I've got the experience. This was five years ago. I mean, people knew about podcasting, but it wasn't a a daily word. And so I said, let's go ahead and start a podcast. I enjoy it. It's going to cost me 20, 25 cents on the dollar out of my pocket. It just takes my time. And I'm going to have fun. And hopefully, you know, I make some money or at the least it pays for itself. And here I am five years later. I'm 60 years old. uh, I'm still full time gigging as a workers' compensation, hearing representative, expert, work related job, uh, work related injuries on the job. But I'm advertising what I do, podcasting. And I don't have the time to do it all by myself. So I, I have to look for really good people. And Monica, when I met you, like, Five or six months ago I said boy I've got something special this is going to contribute to the brand and it's going to make Steve Appel more successful and the people that are with my team are going up the ladder with me Mm -hmm. and that's why I started doing podcasting so
0: you know it's funny because I talked to a lot of people and it wasn't until I would say the really until the quarantine, you know, once the quarantine hit, it was like podcasts just blew up where before you heard a few people that were kind of dipping their toes in it every once in a while, kind of listening to it on their way to work. And then once the quarantine hit, boom, people were tired of TV. They, and the ones that, you know, could get YouTube on their TV, had a smart one. They were, it was always podcasts. It was always something that was on there. Do you think that kind of attributed to it to where it kind of, became so popular, kind of blew up? Or do you think it was just there behind the scenes? Waiting? You
1: know, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I think podcasting blew up. And, um, you know, I I don't know the questions that you're asking me, but I told you that I had a surprise for you. And okay. one of the times that podcasting blew up, and I'm going to take my favorite Zippo lighter. And for those of you that don't have a Zippo lighter, you know, screw all of those disposables. This <laughs> is like the Beatles white album. You may or may not remember, Monica, that uh, Elon Musk was on a podcast mm-hmm. and he did something that had never been done before. And so I wanted to yes, pay homage to Elon oh. Musk. So here's my Beatles zigzag, and uh-huh. here is my leftover joint. And so I'm going to light this up right now. There and you I'm go. Take a hit for you and me.
0: There you go. Oh. Uh puff puff give baby puff puff give there you go excellent and
1: i know i know some people in southern california might be asking well is that tobacco or whatever or is it really grass weed marijuana nobody in orland is asking everybody in orland knows that that is real grass baby Okay. They know
0: exactly. (laughs) They know exactly. (laughs) No, and I, all of my friends, I've told you in the past, I would much rather hang out with friends that smoke pot than drink most of the time because my pothead friends are totally laid back. They're very chill. They're very happy about everything. You could tell them. I don't know
1: anybody that's ever gotten into a car accident or killed anybody because of marijuana.
0: No, never. I've never had one call me and be like, hey, you know, I hit the one and only tree. How did that happen? They're too tired. They stay at home. The only thing they've killed is a bag of Cheetos. I will tell you that. And frosted flakes with vanilla ice cream.
1: Yeah. Now I'm not driving. I'm not driving my car. Uh, I worked all day. I came home. You know, I I do a martini once in a while. I talk on the show about being a tequila guy in your honor. I did the Elon Musk. Uh, plus, I have a little bit of wine in a whiskey glass. This is wine. And Ooh. I'm not normally a wine drinker, but I have this prepared. This this is ice water, okay? Ice water. Oh. But here's to you, Monica. I really, I, you, I, babe. I, I love you being my partner. Cheers. <laughs> I love you.
0: Hmm. So everybody, uh. I, I, when I talk about you, everyone says, so what are you doing? And I tell them, and then I tell them that you have, you work on work comp matters, which is live every, uh, Monday and Friday at noon. Then you have live well with your brother, Jeff Appel
1: on Wednesday and me.
0: Yes. On Wednesdays. And then you and I, Tuesdays and Thursdays, where, where do you find the time? I mean, I. I will say it's easy for me because I'm self-employed. I work at home. I don't have to worry about crazy schedules. However, because I can kind of just say, I'm not doing anything that, at that time. Or I rush them so fast to get them out of there. How do you find the time? I mean, it, do you ever feel like you're just so just at the brim where I, I can't take one more thing?
1: Monica, I block out 1130 to one o'clock Monday through Friday for the podcast Mm -hmm. and anything else that involves the law office or uh, public relations, advertising, marketing, that is all either before 1130 or after one o'clock, 1130 to one o'clock Monday through Friday. That's my hour and a half. It's dedicated to the podcasting and that's it.
0: I love it. So now here's the million dollar question. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) All of those five days, which one? uh, So from just uh, in a category, you know, starting from the top to the bottom, how would you rate them? Or do you have to put on a different hat for every single podcast that you're on?
1: Actually, it's a good question. I hadn't thought about it. Uh, If I had to rank them, Mm -hmm. Monday is the worst. (laughs) I'm coming back (laughs) from a weekend. I'm doing the work comp matters. And um, it's, it's just the worst. But then Tuesday is 24 hours later, and that's you. So it refreshes me. Got to right. be on my game. Wednesday is live well, which is cool because I've got you to help me. And it's also something we do once a week. Back Thursday with you. Friday Work on Matters is okay. And right now, I'm working on another podcast, which will be out The first week of April. It's pretty risque. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be the Ginger Shades experience. And um, she's going to be the host. I'm just going to be, you know, I'll do the bookends, which are the first 30 seconds, the last 30 seconds. I'll then do a two to three minute news in the middle. And then she has her twelve minutes of the start, twelve minutes to the end, and she's going to be talking about risque stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say too much now; it's in the process, but it will be starting. And I will tell you this: we'll start out once a week right after the Steven Monica show. So Stephen Monica is twelve to twelve thirty. She's going to be 1230 to one, 1240 to one ten, and start her out Thursday. And if the response is good, we will, um, we'll put her on twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, right after us.
0: That's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. I think that's great. I'm, I'm really excited. I think that it's, I never thought in a million years that I would number one, be doing this. And number two, you know, being able to kind of work on the conversation. I think that was the hardest part. You know, you told me, you gave me the best advice and it wasn't until I had to go solo whenever uh, you had to be away was no, no dead silence, you know, no dead air, no dead air. You have to work on that. And you don't realize how much you depend on that other person, you know, to bring that up and to help with that. And, you know the first I, I think it was the first work comp matters that I worked with you or the second um, I flubbed I just completely flubbed I didn't know what I I just I, I'm an organized chaos I, I always say I'm like a, an organized tornado but you picked up on it you didn't even have to really think about it you just you knew it in my voice and you just said I got you it's fine I got you it, it's okay and that to me spoke volumes and that's whenever i knew i can trust this man because he he's got my back he's got my six he's gonna take care of me and that's exactly what you did so i have to tell you you know i definitely i tip my hat to you and i always well, say I'm the smartest man I, know. I tip
1: my hat to you too but <laughs> all all i know is that the better you do the better i do and vice we versa
0: we work, yeah yes i
1: that's got over. you babe
0: i got you So the whole podcast thing, I'm glad we do it. Uh, I always ask people this and some people agree to answer it. Some don't. If you had a chance to do this as a career and not the career that you are currently in, would you do it? Would you podcast five days a week and be done and not have to worry about anything? Or do you have this pull to what you're doing and, and you like the mixture, kind of the you know the work comp matters type guy or being on air what would it be
1: well like everybody else monica i have bills to pay Uh if doing the podcasting uh 50 60 hours a week would pay the bills then there's no question it's a no-brainer i'd rather be doing the podcasting but that's not feasible right now Mm -hmm. um we're like a very small snowball rolling downhill and just getting a little bigger and a little bigger. Mm -hmm. And I guess eventually when we hit flat ground, maybe it'll be at that point. Next year, the year after that, five years, 10 years, I don't know, Uh, but we do our best to put out a quality product We're always willing to listen to constructive criticism, good, bad, and different, and we're there for the listeners. Whatever the listeners want to hear, we'll put out in an honest and fair fashion. Yes. uh, Just be honest. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, The brutal truth, so to speak.
0: No holds barred. (laughs) No holds
1: barred. That's right. No
0: holds barred but we had we had a good conversation about you know the whole lockdown and about how you know we both had a scare you know during this whole thing and you know we talked about it we even talked about it on air a little bit and you know i yeah, got yeah. some feedback from it and people going you know it makes yeah. me feel good knowing that we're not the only ones that are going through this you guys are open and honest about it we've had people on air who actually tested positive for covid and we felt the fears for them and everything um but we both agreed on one thing and that is we are not going to get the vaccination.
1: We uh, both Not agreed. right now.
0: Not right now. We decided not to do it. And I think it was, that was kind of like our kindred. I felt like, okay, cause it would be interesting if one of us decided not to do it. And the other one did. <laughs> I love it. So have you had any backlash from that? Have you ever had people say, I can't believe that you're not going to do that.
1: I have a family member who every time I see him or talk to him says, Oh, I wish you could get the vaccine now. And, and whatever, like that, he's already had his first shot. His second one is due soon. Uh, The Johnson and Johnson looks promising. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be sub zero freezed and it's only one dose, but I'll tell you this, Monica, uh, before I get a vaccine shot, I'm getting an antibody test. And if, yes. I have the, if I have the same antibodies that someone who had two shots, then in my mind, there's no reason to get a vaccine. No. But if my antibodies are minimal, uh, then we'll consider it. But no, I, I've had no desire to get a vaccine uh, through today, through right now. Someone else wants to get a vaccine, that's on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to stop them. (laughs) I agree.
0: Same. I tell, I I tell my clients all the time. If that's something you want to do, by all means, do it. But I, I personally, the same with you. I want to go in. I want to see if I had it before. I'm almost certain that we did, which listen, there ain't one person around here in this town that has not said the exact same sentence that I'm about to say right now. I guarantee you that we had it a year ago back in December, January. I know that we did. There, Everybody that I talked to says the same exact thing. They all say it. They all, you know, but I am in a very rural town. I could go walking down the street in the busiest intersection and I would not meet up with one person. You, however, live in Woodland Hills, have for years. It's jam-packed and It's like, we're two opposite. You probably couldn't walk down the busiest street and not run into, you know, what? 150 people within the first, you know, 10 minutes of the walk. Where me, I don't have that problem. I just passed horse poop the other day on my main street. I was like, who's horse crapped on the Walker Street again? Jesus.
1: You know, there's there's one thing for certain. And that is that, The documented cases and diagnosis are only about, what now? 15%, maybe 20% of the population. But I guarantee you that over 50% of the population, wherever you are, you want to talk about herd herd immunity, have been exposed in one way or another and have started developing the antibodies. And- Once a minimum of 70% of the population has the antibodies, we are almost at, if not at, herd immunity. Mm -hmm. You Look at your statistics, your your diagnostic cases are 15, 20%, but realistically it's like 50% because how many people have not been tested to see if they had it? I got tested because I was directly exposed to someone that I know. I tested negative. That person was out for three weeks. They were done. They, they were in bed. They were out of it. I was directly exposed to that person. I tested negative. It is what it is.
0: See, and also, too, I don't know about you, but the minute that I got exposed, mine was the first exposure that I had was probably... Oh, it was probably mid-August. And I was, I'm not going to lie. You know, the night before I went to go get tested, I thought, well, this is it. This, this is it. You know, you start going through and, you know, you're tasting things to make sure you still have taste. You're making sure you still have smell. You, you know, your brain. I didn't kind have of any
1: of those symptoms, but I was still afraid. What you means? were
0: afraid. You have that yeah. fear. And it's, and I don't know. You know, whenever I talk to a friend of mine who had it, I don't know if it is the, you know, so to speak mind fuck that you do to yourself prior to going and getting tested or the actual viruses. I, sometimes I don't know which is worse because some people walk away and they're like, oh, I was fine, I was totally fine. And then me, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, you know, I have a headache. Rona, you sneeze more than three times. You're like, son of a bitch, I got it, you know.
1: And by the way, folks, it's very rare, but there are allegedly 700 cases, and that's 700 out of millions, so the percentage is very small, have died from the vaccine, have died within 48 to 72 hours after getting the vaccine. It may have been 80, 85 years old, 700 people out of millions, but people have died from the vaccine. A lot more, 10 times more, have died from the virus, but it. That's medical science, it is what it is.
0: I guarantee you, I will tell you this right now, I will be the one, one in 42 million to have an adverse reaction to this shot where it's like, you know, you're gonna have hemorrhoids, you're gonna poop out of your nose, you're <laughs> gonna have this, it's, it's gonna be me. I guarantee to you, it's gonna be me every single time. Hey Monica, time.
1: I've, <clears throat> I've had hemorrhoids in my life one time. About 15, uh, 20 years ago, one time.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I uh I could probably go the rest of my life without ever having any. Ever. Because they don't look well, the name in itself doesn't sound like a party. I will tell you that. No, thank you. So being quarantined in Woodland Hills compared to being quarantined in Northern California, we had like this different idea of, I mean. You could go, you have all, I have one grocery store. Mm. I have one and I take that back I have two, but I have basically one, the big one. I think I've town.
1: said it on the show now more than you have. A one Taco Bell town. One
0: Taco Bell town, yes. <laughs> and even then, when you, when you go to the drive-thru, they have these, I don't know, are they doing that where you're at, where if you go through a drive-thru, they take a little bucket and they kind of hand it to you with yeah, your stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the first time they did that I was at Dutch Brothers and I was like, What this shit is what is go-? and they won't take cash. I'm like Yeah, but I'm
1: I'm I'm an amateur chef. I I go to are. a drive through once a month at most. I mean oh. earlier in my life, you know, once or twice a week. Now it's once a month. I save money, cook, taste better, do it when I want.
0: Listen, ladies, you yeah. need to hit on this. <laughs> Let me tell you, amateur chef. Doesn't expect oh. you to go through the drive-through, and he's willing to do dishes. We need okay, to do something lady, about
1: okay. That. okay, ladies in New Orleans, um, single ladies. Well, if you're married, bring your husband; they're welcome too. There
0: you go. Yes. Okay,
1: but if you're ever planning on being in Southern California, just send to Facebook, and I will entertain you or you in one way or another. We'll get. I'll something. either cook uh, for you or I'll. Cook for you <laughs> yeah there you go exactly i will cook for you
0: <laughs> there you go so i want to get back to the shows real quick um so explain to me or you don't have to explain to me because i know i've been on it but <laughs> work comp matters monday and friday it is more of a it's it's like a headline news type uh, it's california type california,
1: california current events
0: yes current but, events but, that you guys have on but we have
1: a we have a slant towards employees employers and independent contractors
0: those damn and independent. Monica, you
1: know about independent contractors because you are one you run your own business yes and again it was just a way of pring the business that i do
0: mm-hmm. and also too i think it's really cool that people really truly i actually had somebody ask me one day they said Now, does he have somebody on there that lives in Germany? Is that is that true? Or is he just a they wanted to know if he was a character?
1: I wasn't sure if you were gonna bring up John Scalia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they kept asking, no, he's real. He is absolutely real. And he does live in Germany. Are you sure? (laughs) And I said, yes, I'm
1: positive. He is the madman across the water. No, John, John. John was born and raised in Northern California, the Bay Area, and went to college there and then went to law school and then moved down and practiced law, the workers' compensation in Southern California for 35 years. He retired about six, seven years ago and then moved out to Germany. His kids live here. He lives in Germany. He's a practicing socialist. And so that's why I love to have them on the show because Mm -hmm. I have never wanted to have a one-sided show. I mean, I'm a rhino, okay? A Republican in name only. I've been a rhino for 15, 20 years. If you ever get a chance, all you people in Orland, look up rhino, uh, Jeff Daniels, and then the show is uh, Aaron Sorkins, the new uh, HBO, the newsroom, the newsroom, Rhino. And you get the best seven minutes of anything about what a rhino is. And um, I would much rather have people on both sides and me in the middle rather than me one side debating somebody from the other side. Mm-hmm. I am. Very disappointed in my right wing extremist Republicans, but I also can't stand the ultra liberal left wing Democrats. I prefer the people in the center. Monica, I think since you've known me, you're coming a little closer to the center, but you're still on the right, and that's I okay. I am.
0: I now, am. That's okay. Sure.
1: That's I okay. Am. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as long as you're not blindly following Donald Trump, I don't no. mind if you. I don't I have mind my if
0: you wide open.
1: Monica, so, you can you can stick your nose as far up Donald Trump's ass if you want, as long as your eyes continue to be open. Yes,
0: <laughs> they are. They're very open. They're very open. Was it hard for you at first to sit there and I mean, have you ever had a debate on there where you thought, "Holy shit, this is about to turn south." I need to. Oh, yeah. Down a little bit it, where you kind of thought, this is yeah. not where I want it to go at I've, all. I've,
1: I've done 300 work comp matters. We'd have to stop tape three times. Once it's because one of the people insulted the advertisers. Once it was because one of our co-hosts walked off the stage. And the other time, it, it was just something that was really inappropriate. I, I encourage opinions from all sides, mm-hmm. no matter Uh, How ridiculous they are What's the old saying Opinions are like assholes Everybody's got one or whatever But If you do something That's going to affect um, There are just certain things you don't do And so we had to stop tape Three out of 300 Mm -hmm. times But uh, hey Monica you know me I never like to edit There are multiple reasons for that When you edit it takes more time It costs more money Just go live we try and do all of our podcasts like a live radio show. And I'm not saying anything bad about the majority of other podcasters there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for me, this is the most economical way to do it. And I'll tell you this, you asked earlier about working full-time as a podcaster versus being in law. If I worked full-time in podcasting, 60 hours a week or whatever, Then I probably do a little bit of editing, but I don't have the time to do it. So if a couple of mistakes happen, mistakes happen as long as it does not hurt the brand. Yeah. I I, I guess that's the key. As long as it doesn't hurt the brand.
0: You know, See, with me, I'm the same way. I feel the, I feel the exact same way you do. Uh, You know, I do hair. I've done hair for almost 25 years. I am not, I have... I am not a professional at this by any means, and I'm. And see, I would disagree.
1: If you've been doing it for twenty five years, of course you're a professional.
0: But it's talk. It's talking. But it's you know, my hands aren't busy. I'm not. At the end of it, there's no personal product where they're walking out the door going, mm. "Oh, I feel great." But it is on tape, and that's what I do love. Um, but I would miss hair. Believe it or not, I would miss doing hair. I would miss. You know, having that kind of pull to it, I I, w- I would miss the people. You know, I I, I, I
1: would know. never stop doing workers comp completely. It's it's yeah. Been very it's been very good to me. I I as I have told a judge and another attorney, workers comp is better with me than without me. Podcasting, at least right now, better with me than without me, and that's the bottom line. Do I do some things that people disagree with? Absolutely. Do other people do things that I, that, uh, that, well, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. but there's enough work and time to go around for everybody.
0: Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. There's only so much time that, you know, you can dwell on it and then you just got to move on and be like, you know what? Fuck it. it. It is what it is. And as long as it makes me happy, I really don't care. And I've been a talker my whole life. And I was like, this is, I don't know how you were as a teen. I'm sure you were just as driven as you are now. And I was the same way, but I love to talk and I love to meet new people. So there's that. Now, the live well with your brother. Yeah. Now, he that's it's live well with Dr. Jeff Appel. And that is live every Wednesday. And that there is no politics involved in that. That is strictly you know, your mental health, your mental clarity. And I've listened to so many episodes where he calls upon you and you, and you're, you're so brutally honest. And I just love it. Cause he's like, did you have, did you have trauma at such and such? And you're like, well, yeah, I had a divorce. Yeah. There was trauma. It's not like I was dancing in the street. Of course there was trauma. And I love that because you're so honest where most people are like, well, no, it was fine, you know, it it, it was kind of, it hurt just a scotch, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, it fucking sucked. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> live, it. If, if, live well is a time for me to let down my guard, and mm-hmm. if if just like tonight, I said you could ask me anything, if Jeff asked me a question about something that happened in my childhood, I will answer it, I don't think I've ever refused to answer any question Mm -hmm. and um yeah it takes me back and i'm i'm very proud of the show i'm also really happy that i don't have to lead it that i just basically i construct it i produce it but jeff is jeff has been a teacher for 30 years i there's no question in my mind that i knew before he did that he would be good at this because it's just like teaching a 30 minute class Mm -hmm. he spent 30 years talking to people now all he has to do is sit in his home office and talk to the microphone but of course Um, you you and you and i are there
0: now was it you that went to him and suggested him do the podcast or did he come to you and say hey i really want to do this how did that work
1: what i remember distinctly is that when we were talking about it, I think I came to him and he has said before that he was born with a cleft palate. So my brother, Jeff, who's two years younger than me, 58, he's had 13 surgeries on his cleft palate, Mm -hmm. which have affected the tone and modulation of his voice. And when we were first talking about it seriously, and he said, he asked me, well, do you think I'm going to be okay because of the way I sound? And without thinking, I said, Jeff, it's not how you sound. It's what you say and how you say it. And I think on the first, the very first show of Live Well, he talks about that. We all not mention the cleft palate, but he talks about that. He, he might, I know he's mentioned it on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I, he keeps getting better and better. And I keep getting more proud and more proud because I knew that he would be perfect. And, um, there you have it.
0: You know, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about the, the difference. They didn't know that you guys were brothers. Oh, and I said, I have to tell you this, uh, you know, how I explain it is. With Steve, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of a war. If I'm going to go to war with somebody where I want them to lead the charge and they're going to kick ass, take names and just take care of it, you're the one that I want. Afterwards, whenever it's the dealing with the aftermath and the mental health of everybody, it's Jeff coming in. And, oh, that's
1: wonderful. That's yeah, wonderful. and
0: that's kind of how I... I feel whenever I'm on the show with you guys is, you know, you can lead the charge. You're like, you know what? Tough shit. We're going to, we're going to get through this and we're going to kick some fucking ass and you're not going to get down on the ground. You're going to stand back up. You're not going to retreat. You're going to reload. And then whenever everyone comes to you and says, "Eh, the battle was kind of shitty. Jeff's going to be like, Hey, (laughs) I'm here. Let's talk. You know, Uh,
1: my brother, Jeff, uh, I've said many times publicly, he is my hero. And the reason he's my hero is because he has influenced more teenagers and children in a positive way than anyone that I've ever known or heard of. Mm-hmm. He's been teaching kids at all levels for 30 years. He has his yearly retreat, which deals with psychological wellness and With 99%, if you're a student or you take a class with Dr. Jeff Appel, it means something to you. It stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I've done 500 podcasts in five years. Ah, Steve Appel, whatever, it's no big deal. But Dr. Jeff Appel has made an influence positively so many children, which is why he's my hero.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then you have me which <laughs> is completely <laughs> so we have the steven monica show we're on tuesdays and thursdays high noon we're on facebook you guys can get on well it's fun. it's fun it's a different it's com- it's just a complete c- and Everybody asks now. How in the hell did you get involved with this guy? And he's in Woodland Hills. Does he not know that you are from the smallest town ever? I'm like bullshit. We are not. There's what are
1: the two famous words from the first show? The uh, two this- famous words from the first show. Who's I- Monica?
0: I know who's Monica. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. Who then? Fuck is Monica? And then I got uh-uh. that. Who is Steve? Who is he? What's going on? And I'm like. Well, here's the thing. And then, so it's like you have to put on this different hat, you know, every yeah. single time. And it's funny because our first show that we did together, the night before, I did a podcast with a gentleman who is a, you know, a, a political conspiracy theorist. And we're just uh-huh. diving into all this shit.
1: I remember and then, that.
0: And, you know, I get on a podcast with you and I'm like, well, wow, you know, we, I, I I talk about tiktok and you roll your eyes like five <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like these different hats that you put on and i just i just love yes it. i, I do it. i do do you feel comfortable in our podcast that we do together every tuesday and thursday
1: you have to ask sweetheart
0: yeah, i know i just thought i would because you know i want to be the favorite
1: I uh, all you, the kids, I want to be the favorite. As you should I know. be. I know. You know, you me. know, one thing, one thing that I absolutely love about our relationship, and I've literally only met him twice for about 10 seconds apiece. Uh, is that Randy, your husband, him and I think alike. I know, and you guys we, are
0: both nerds.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. We we've never had a telephone conversation, we've never met on Zoom. We've never met in face to face twice in the past five months. He's come over like right before or right after the show. And we've said hello for 10 seconds. One time you were even muted. And so I couldn't I even, I couldn't even hear what he was saying.
0: I know. And you know, it's funny Is he, he sits there and tells me all the time. He says, I, I don't know how you do it. I would get so nervous. I would not be able to handle it. You get on these Zooms with these people and you talk to them and, you know, he listened to the conversation that we had. Um, I've had my girlfriend, Julie on, I've had uh, my wife, Sabrina on, and we've talked about the, you know, her having COVID and then Julie filling in and all this. And what was really funny is he says, I, I, I heard your conversation that you were having. And he goes, and you guys were just like this the whole time. And he goes, I have to sit there and think 15 seconds in advance of what I'm going to say. So I don't sound like a complete dork. And I think if you got it, you got it. And if you don't, you can always build up to it. You know, anybody can do this. So,
1: <laughs> hey, Monica, you got yeah. it.
0: <laughs> I got it. I got it. So you go ahead it. and plug away whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, you have ginger shades coming up that that's going to be. Now, are you going to do like this big reveal? Are we going to reveal on Stephen Monica? Monica?
1: I'm really I'm really nervous. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why I'm really nervous. And then we got a couple of minutes left, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm nervous because she's going to talk about shit Mm -hmm. that I would never think about talking about myself on a podcast, okay? Mm -hmm. The show is going to be about sex. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you want to make it popular, you have to have a woman doing it. You can't have a guy. No, okay? Oh, now, the thing is, you. I've got to do the 30-second intro. I've got to do the 30-second outro. I've got to do the two to three minutes in the middle, unless I can find someone else to do it, and then I don't talk at all. <laughs> but I'm afraid that she's going to be talking about a sexual situation, and then, like, Dr. Jeff asks us, uh, Steve, what do you think about that? And I've, I don't know. I Look, I have never allowed a dick pic of me. Okay, that's number one. Uh-huh. I don't like to talk about my anatomy or my body parts. I don't want to talk about my personal sexual situations. Uh, my, the way my parents raised me, traditional, whatever you want to do in the bedroom is up to you, but it stays in the bedroom. Okay. now. I am more than happy to be executive producer, director of a show about sex, but I don't want to be on it. (laughs) Okay. and I I am deathly afraid that she's going to ask me about something and I am going to freeze up. That is the apprehension I have about doing the show. But I think it's going to be really good as long as steve Appel doesn't talk okay and there oh, you go
0: you can't be that way as long as she doesn't be like okay so here's the thing whenever you see a rubber chicken do you begot i mean <laughs> i don't in my house we were so open like my mom is, i told i i said this from the beginning my mom is the biggest hippie you ever encountered in your life I guarantee you there was probably two books of the joy of sex under their mattress at any given time. When my brother lost his virginity, he actually went to my parents prior and said, I want to have sex with my girlfriend. I need condoms. And my dad was like, tonight? (laughs) And he's like, no, we can wait. And my mom was, ever since then, she was very open and honest. Now that is who Ginger Shade should have on, is my mother who has you know 70 some odd years of you know uh, experience. I, I
1: will tell you right now that when my daughter was eight and I walked by her she was wearing a skirt and her her legs and knees were open I said sweetheart we have to have a talk you have to close your legs and she asked why and I said okay it's time fine she's eight my eight-year-old daughter guys will do whatever or say whatever to get in your pants that's number yep. one now kind of
0: simple.
1: when I had the talk with my son he was older I want to say 11 or 12 and it was like you always have to have a condom and you don't talk about it with anybody else and if you have any questions you can come ask me okay but I don't yeah,
0: want
1: I, I don't want to be they? on uh, I'm sorry what
0: did they, though? Did they come and ask you questions?
1: Yeah, occasional, like occasionally, it? yes. Okay,
0: really? Well, then there you go. As long as a kid comes and asks. I think at one point, my dad told my brother, you know, never stick your pecker where you wouldn't put your hand. And that was like the number one thing. And that- I
1: was always told, whatever you decision you want to make, if you're not sure, think about your mother on your shoulder watching what you're doing.
0: Yep. And if it's a doubt, it's a dump. There you go. So you're going to be talking about these things now.
1: No, no, she's going to be talking. She's
0: going to. But are you going to be giving your two cents in this?
1: You know, Monica, I I really don't want to answer questions like what was biggest. What was the biggest vibrator I ever used, (laughs) or have I ever controlled a pocket rocket, or uh, you know, uh, 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 has a woman asked those? No, no, here's the thing. She's going to be talking about that. And in fact, I don't mind saying now, we want the toy advertisers, the yeah. uh, the, the sexual, they sell them on Amazon. Oh, they might even have them at Walmart. They okay? sell
0: them at Walgreens. I just passed the biggest okay. shots you ever saw in your life on aisle four.
1: You know, anybody that makes vibrators and wants to contact Steve Appel to advertise on the podcast, I'm in. But do yeah. I want do I want to talk about vibrators on the show? <laughs> no. That's why I have ginger shades. Thank God for ginger. <laughs> I don't want to talk about vibrators and sex uh, uh, on social media. That is not Steve Bell. But I will produce it, I will pay for it, I will take the advertising. I just don't want to talk about it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I am excited. Believe it or not, I am excited. I cannot wait. I want to know everything about her, and I cannot wait until April, whenever it gets revealed. Ginger Shades. Ginger, Ginger Shades. Shades. She has a website. You guys get on there, check it out. I read most. <laughs> of the, I read most of the vlogs, and I was cracking up at some and some of them she hit the nail on the head so actually Ging- ginger
1: shades.net i believe it is or whatever. yes
0: she was ginger shades.net she is amazing
1: but she'll be coming talk- to mancavepodcasting.com. man
0: podcasting.com yes
1: so man Cave Pond, you are
0: found yeah. so if you want to be found you are on uh it's work work comp matters monday and fridays live at noon every week if you want to get to Steve and Monica, it is Tuesdays and Thursdays, live at noon. And also on Wednesday, live well with Dr. Jeff Appel. You guys are more than welcome to get on there. Make sure you guys give a like and subscribe and share whenever you guys are on. Let us know whenever you're there. And as always, you guys can get a hold of me. I am at noconditions2020 at gmail.com. You guys can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. So Don't forget, we need you guys to like, subscribe, and share. It's free. Just get on there. Click on it. We would appreciate it. That's all we need. That's all we have to do. So, and he can be found at Steve Appel on Facebook. Check him out. Work Comp Matters, Steve Monica Show, and Live Well with Dr. Jeff Appel. Steve, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I appreciate you. Cheers. And you know what? We will definitely taps to you. And we will definitely uh hope to hear and see everybody Tuesdays and Thursdays whenever we're together. Much love. Thank you. Thank you. Much Thank
1: love. You. Bye, everybody. Bye.